grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Welcome once again to After Dark. It's always a pleasure to have you company. Tonight, we're continuing our Diary of a Call Girl series and Morgan will be talking about a community service in that space. Now, I know that you might think that call girls don't perform community services on the whole, but Morgan is about to change your thinking on that and something that is necessary and very much appreciated by the clients that use this particular service. You'll have to hang around to find out what that is. Luke and Sindra will be talking about the elephant in the room, the orgasm gap, and what we can do to bridge it. And finally, Nikki from Flirt Adult Store invites us to Netflix and chill, quite literally, with her pick of sexy shows on Netflix that you can dive into to educate yourself on how to be a better lover. That's all coming up tonight on After Dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, it's time to welcome back one of our semi-regulars, Morgan, who is a sex worker who is giving us the tea on Behind the Veil of Sex Work. Morgan, welcome back to After Dark. Oh, thank you. Hello. How are you? Oh, look, living my best life this Tuesday night. But uh, today we're going to actually talk about um, a very important part of your job. And I know that people listening at home will be going, oh, okay, like we understand it's a service. But there is a very important part of your work that probably a lot of people don't consider and one that you are quite passionate about, and that is providing services to people with a disability. Um, It's a very big part of what you do. And I guess that uh, people haven't really thought about that, you know, people with a disability have needs and there have been some beautiful stories around that for you, haven't there? Oh, there, there really have been some, some beautiful stories. And I'd just like for a moment other people that are listening to this to imagine all of these disability people that sometimes you would find repulsive actually need people to touch them in that way. Mm. So that's part of my job. Sometimes it's, um, yeah, I don't know, sometimes it's part of the course. Yeah, absolutely. And... You know, when you when you sort of got into this side of it, it was quite rewarding for you. And there are actually courses that you can take so that you know how to uh, handle a person with a disability in that space, isn't there? There are. Uh, there are courses which um, help you to work out how to negotiate around things like stoma bags. Mm. Very unsexy, but, you know, it's necessary. You don't want one of those bad boys bursting. No, (laughs) definitely not. Uh, Unless, of course, that's your thing. Yeah, that's right. But, um, you know, and there's there's things like, you know, like obviously um, wheelchair clients and, and that sort of thing. Um, that, you know, you obviously have to know what you're doing. And there is 
uh, a demand for it, isn't there? There are people that have um, seeked you out to provide this service for a family member. There absolutely are. There's been fathers that have brought their disabled children in, mm-hmm. which is really, you know, what a beautiful, loving thing to do for, for your your child. Yeah. There have been um, carers, disability carers that have negotiated for their clients to have that service. There have been um, lots and lots of things that have happened like that. There have been families that have actually had meetings with me to vet me to see whether it's okay for me to go and see their sons that have been disabled after accidents and things. It's not something that anyone would really think about happens in that industry. Yeah. But it's it's, it's very, very... Um, important and I value that sort of work. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting, isn't it, that um, I guess the the foresight and the empathy that the family members are showing to actually go, this is a side of my disabled child that uh, needs to be uh, tended to and how are we going to, you know, do that? And um, to meet someone like you, uh, you know, must be g- confronting for, for family members who haven't necessarily operated um, in that world before. Uh, but, you know, they must be incredibly grateful to you, um, you know, on the other side of the service. They really are. And given that, if and when I have met these people, I just go in every day, we'll call it smart casual. Normally it's meeting at a coffee shop and it's just talking just so they get a sense of who you are because they're actually entrusting their most precious Mm. person to you. You know, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, And, you know, you've had uh, beautiful thank yous from families over the time, haven't you? I've had some really beautiful thank yous, you know, just, just verbal thank yous and just um, the, the appreciation and just the gratitude. And I, as a parent myself, I can really relate to it. It's just, it's so, it's really rewarding. I know people out there might think that is so weird, but until you're in it and able to do something so profoundly special for someone that may never get that ordinarily, it really is such a privilege yeah yeah now if people uh at home are listening and and they have a loved one with a disability and they they think you know this is something that they might want to do what is the best way that families can go about reaching out i think that uh you could go to the um ACON, which mm. is Age Council of New South Wales, which is where a lot of the sex workers go for their checks and things. They have a lot of information about the places and the different um, areas of that. Of that, but there was there is a place called Touching Base, which is to do with that sort of stuff. Mm. And they actually, for the workers, they help with courses that can teach us how to manage those things back in like back injuries, falls, all sorts of different things that you might not think about. Yeah. And they can connect people with the working girl. Yeah. And also, I guess, just go onto the websites of various girls that are working privately and see if they offer that service. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I really do like the idea of uh, of the vetting process uh, to put the family's mind at ease and just that, that conversation. So because you are right, um, you know, if someone has a child with a disability, it is their most precious thing and something that they have in a lot of cases uh, dedicated their lives to protecting. So to be able to have that conversation is just beautiful and must really put the family's minds at ease. It does. Yeah. It, it, it truly does. It's it's quite surreal. Yeah. Uh, so, hello, yeah. you're the lady that's going to fuck my son. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, yeah. <laughs> unpack that. Unpack that in a dinner party. Go on. Yeah, look, uh, yeah. I, I don't know that um, <laughs> I'd ever be having that conversation at a coffee shop, but, you know, uh, needs must. I mean, this is, uh, this is what After Dark is about. It's uh, bringing the, uh, the things that you haven't really thought about to light, and this is certainly one of them. And, look, I take my hat off to you uh, for providing this service to people who absolutely need it and also to the family members who have realised that this is something that they're disabled child needs in their lives and have taken steps to make sure that they have as fulfilling life as possible. Morgan, thank you so much for joining us once again on After Dark. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. Oh, indubitably. And as always, it's a business doing pleasure with you. (laughs) I love it. That was Morgan for Diary of a Core Girl for this week. You're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Ever wondered about Tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After Dark. Well, we're back with Conscious Couples, Luke and Sindra. How are we today, lovelies? We're great. Excellent. Okay. You, you always are. And um, that's so great to see. Um, I can see that, uh, you know, you're fresh from a Reiki session, which is always nice and balancing and calming. <laughs> like the bed is just like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we love it. So today we're going to talk about something that uh, is a thing. It is certainly a thing and not brought into polite conversation, but we like tackling the big issues here on After Dark. So today we're going to be talking about the orgasm gap. Mm. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So So there's, there's legitimate studies and statistics around the fact that there is an orgasm gap between males and females. Uh, and the gap's significant mm. and the gap that has been studied is almost so significant that it's almost accepted as the norm. Mm. Yeah. However, those who um, are living maybe in a conscious sex world are not experiencing that. So we want to try and talk about the gap between having the gap and not having the gap. Yeah, okay. Now, this is something that you come across in your coaching and uh, it's not necessarily um, from the man's point of view um, something that's just accepted. Like you have people reach out to you and say, look, I really want to give my partner pleasure. She mm. is having ish- like trouble orgasming, but I want to be part of the solution. 
Mm-hmm. So, which is fantastic, and um, you know those those sort of conversations need to happen a lot more. So, someone comes to you and says, "Okay, there there is a gap in our relationship." What do you tell them? I think having the conversation first about our intimacy and, you know, what are you enjoying about it and what would you like more of and what perhaps do you need more of so you can also enjoy more orgasms and to know that, you know, women's bodies are all so different. So um, there's an amazing book called Vagina, actually, that I've been reading recently, and it kind of talks about how there's so many different orgasms that you can have in different areas. And some women will just have clitoral orgasms and some women will have um, vaginal orgasms. Some will have cervical, some will have anal, and it depends on your body. Yeah. So if you're not getting what you exactly need, then you won't sometimes, well, more often than not, you won't be able to have an orgasm. Yeah opening up the conversation with your partner and um, about what feels good. Yeah. About what feels good, which comes from self-pleasure mm. as well. A hundred percent it does. And look, you know, we, as women, you see, you know, many sort of like memes and that sort of stuff, you know, sort of like, you know, do you know where to find the clitoris and all this sort of stuff? But mm. I guess we don't help when we fake. This is true. This is very true. Mm. Yeah. And, and so the guy thinks that they're doing everything correctly and we're, you know, reenacting when Harry met Sally and, you know, so there's a gap, but as you say, Luke, it's an elephant in the room because no one's actually addressing it. Yeah. And I, I've got to speak from experience. Maybe I'm a little bit more tuned in than most people, but there's been times when I've been like, you just, you just faked that. Yeah. That was a fake. Um, and not with me. Not with me. No, but there's, <laughs> uh, but there's there's that that assumption sometimes, or there's even the case where it's been where I have come and the partner has been like, "Oh, that was so great. That was so good. Thank you so much." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you didn't like you didn't really get anything out of that. Are you was that actually great for you?" Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also nothing to stop as well. I think there's there's a um a misconception as well that let's just say that, you know, you've had a quickie and and um the man has orgasmed. There's nothing to say that everything has to stop with the male orgasm either. Exactly. Dude. Exactly. <laughs> Luke just had a look on his face like preach. <laughs> I think we've been shown so much in movies and like potentially porn and oh, porn's uh, terrible. It's like, you know, it goes in and two seconds later she's having an orgasm. I don't think so. Yeah, doesn't she's she's really arching happen. her back, she's <laughs> touching the tit, she's running the hands to her hair. It's just like, oh, the tip of that penis is just everything. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really led us to that belief that uh, when the penis-bearing human does have an orgasm, then that's the end, you know? Yeah. And we've kind of accepted that, like, for a long time uh, as cool, that, that that's the end. It's like, no, there's so much more that you can do after that's happened if, you know, the woman hasn't come or also if she has come and you want to continue, there's so much more that you can do to kind of keep, keep the flow. So I think 
it's like letting go of all these paradigms that we've kind of just accepted, like letting go of the paradigm that the man will always come and the woman won't letting go of the paradigm that things stop when they've come, you know, like rewriting the orgasm story. Even rewriting the story that there needs to be an orgasm. Mm. Yes, because there is so much that comes out of sex. So like there's connection and there's intimacy and there's conversation and there's laughter sometimes and, you know, all that stuff. And that's all good stuff. But going right back to the beginning, so Sindra, you talk about the importance of self-pleasure, that as a woman, if we want to know how to communicate what we like to our partner, we need to know that. Mm. Otherwise, we're blind. The, we're blindfolded, and nobody gets anywhere. So we we start with self pleasure, and once we've actually realised like how our body works, you know, do we have clitoral orgasms? Do we have G spot orgasms? Do we have cervical orgasms? Do we have anal orgasms, or a combination? Um, and we can communicate that. What's mm. next? Then it's kind of taking the pressure of orgasm and turning it into a play party, which we've talked about with you like yes. quite a while ago. It's like, okay, so now I know that I need clitoral um, simulation, for example. So I'm going to buy a really nice vibrator and we're just going to have a bit of a play with that and see how it kind of fits into our intimacy and maybe it will work and maybe it won't work and we'll just kind of see what happens and let's have a, again, have a conversation about, how to bring it in and have a fun with it. Not just like, okay, now I've have to come. Yeah. Yeah. So to throw my two cents into that is that in the play party, for instance, if you have discovered in your self-pleasure that you like a certain thing, um, say you like a G-spot orgasm or you like a cervical orgasm and you invite a partner in to play with that, then radical exception that the first time or the first few times that you accept somebody in and you invite them into that that it's not going to feel the same as when you do it yes yeah 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 Mm. and having an open dialogue around that in like you know a little bit faster a little bit slower Mm. maybe some circles yeah uh, a little bit firmer a little bit softer the feedback in that because like you we know our bodies quite well nobody does it as as good as we do so like having that like real life feedback around like I really want to bridge this gap Mm. and I want to help you get there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I guess that, um, you know, having that dialogue, I think we have it in our head that if we communicate that, then we're telling our partner that they're doing something wrong, but done the right way. And with, you know, like complete acceptance and openness is actually quite hot. Yeah. It can be so hot. It's like, and you can play with dynamics in that too. Like, you know, you know, do it this way, like do it harder and do it. Like it can kind of be like really sexy, like in the moment to like give that instruction and who doesn't love instruction when it comes to pleasure. Like, I'm like, please tell me if this is good or not. Like, please tell me to go harder or not. Like I I want to please you. So tell me how to, you know, how to go about that. Yeah. So great. It's liberating, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. Now, if people wanted to get some more uh, insight into uh, the orgasm gap, if it's an issue and it's showing up in their relationships, how can they reach out to you? 
Instagram is probably the easiest way. Uh, our Instagram is at Conscious Couples Coaching, uh, or is specifically if you want to work with Luke around this, um, then his Instagram is at Luke Skews. And just DM us and be like, "Hey, this is what's happening for me in my relationship, and you know, I'd like to, I'd like to work on it." So, yes. Yeah. To be honest, these changes, these shifts, are more shifts in paradigms rather than actions. Yes. It's more around the mindset mm. and the actual action shifts are like little 1% things. Yeah. It's so mm. easy to do. The people that I coach on this is, you know, I'll recommend like one thing, like one tiny bit yeah. and they will come back and be like, wow, that changed the whole thing. Yeah. You know, they squirted, they orgasmed for the first time, you know, ever. Um, it's so achievable the biggest shift is in the paradigm around seeking support and actually like accepting the fact that most people are pleasure givers. They want to see the people that they care about most in pleasure. Yes. That's where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you're saying about that. I mean, it's, it's like, I guess, you know, um, teenagers, you can sort of see them pouring over this anatomy book, but in actual fact, the real change comes from the mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I love it. Guys, thanks so much for joining me once again on After Dark. You always have such interesting stuff to share. And I know that uh, a lot of people are getting a lot out of what you're bringing to After Dark. So thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome back Nikki from Flirt Adult Store. And today we're doing something a little bit different, aren't we, Nikki? We are. So it's, it's going to be re- it's going to stump a few people what we're going to talk about today. It is, and you know, I mean, on my daytime show, I do have the lovely Bella who uh, does our Netflix and chill segment, where she imparts, you know, what we should all be watching on the streaming services. But today, you're putting on that hat, and you're going to be going down the sexy rabbit hole of what we can actually find on Netflix to educate ourselves about sex. There are so many different educational shows on an array of streaming services, but Mm. today... I want to show you my new favorite one. This is called Sex Unzipped. It's new to Netflix. I've watched it all. It is the most fantastic little series. It's got these magnificent little puppets that kind of make the questions and answers not seem so in your face. Right. It is a really, it, it's really, it's kind of like a Sesame Street for adults, but we talk, <laughs> they talk about sex. They talk about sex. And they talk about all these um, really amazing questions that you really want to ask and you want to get answers for. This is the show that I'm going to recommend to everyone for a binge. You need to do it. It is a fantastic show. It's got some really great information to share with you all. And it's got puppets. It reminds you of, you know, it's like Dirty Sesame Street. It's fantastic. That is hilarious. Grover gets down and dirty. I love it. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have to check that one out. That sounds like so much fun. And you're right. I mean, I love that they've taken that 
um, that tack because, you know, some questions can be quite awkward to ask and they've done it in sort of a fun way to sort of destigmatize it, which is, you know, yep. the, the boat that we've been rowing on after dark for quite some time, haven't we? And, um, you yeah. know, just bringing this stuff into, into the conversation, um, yeah, can unlock a whole other side of you that you didn't know existed. So yeah. Exactly. Okay. Sex unzipped. I'm watching that this weekend. I love it. It's really good. There was one segment that had me in hysterics where they were trying to turn normal words into something really sexy <laughs> and the puppets were giving her words to say and then she would have to find a way to say the word really sexy. It goes over dirty talk, it goes over pegging, it goes over absolutely everything. It is my recommendation to everyone out there listening that you that you really give it a go because the more times we watch shows like this, the more they're going to come back and do another series for us. Yeah. So make sure you jump on, you, you add a little like, you thumbs up the series. So then Netflix know a lot of people liked it, a lot of people tuned in, let's do another series. Awesome. That sounds like awesome fun. Okay, what else have we got? There's lots of different sex and educational series as well on there. You've got sex education, you've got um, another one about sex life, which is about people who go into, I'll have to record that again. You're right. I need to cough. Sorry. Oh, good. Do you want me to go from sex education? Yep. Okay. So there's a really good one on there called sex education. It's about a young guy whose mum's a sex therapist and he decides to give out unsolicited um, advice through school. It's great. Another yes. season's coming. I have laughed my head off it's through it the whole hilarious. time. hilarious. Yep. <laughs> I can yes. recommend that one. Yep. It, I love it. I am hanging. There's also some really good ones about bondage on there. It's about women who do dominatrix and on men and submission. You just really got to type in the word sex on Netflix and it's going to come up. Right. So keep watching these shows. They are so important. Um, and you get to learn stuff for free in the comfort of your own home. It's perfect. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, they sound like uh, fantastic little, uh, you know, things to sort of dip your toe into and, and educate yourself yep. um, because, yeah, Definitely. I mean, I can't even tell you how much I've learned in the last year doing this show. It's uh, So I'm all about uh, education, as we say. Now, yeah. here's the thing, though. Um, if we wanted some live education, I understand that Flirt is having a live event, which I'm super excited about. We are. We're having a Spice It Up class in May and we're having a sex educator, a sex relationship, a therapist. She is the most fantastic human you've ever met, a wealth of knowledge coming into the Flirt Adult Store at Hamilton. It's a two-hour class, tickets are $35. There is links online on our Flirt Adult Store Hamilton page. Yes. You get a $15 store voucher, but you're going to get the most up-to-date information, tips and tricks from the best in the trade about how to spice it up. Because sometimes bedrooms can get a little bit stale. If you're looking at wanting to go over a few things, Miss Jiff is the most amazing teacher who will make you feel so comfortable and you'll leave feeling sexually empowered. Definitely come to these classes. They are amazing. I think you guys have got a double pass to give away online as well. Oh, do we? Well, there we go. Dan, yeah. Give me, give me the information, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, that will be popping up on the Newcastle Live Facebook page and you can enter yep. to win a double pass. I think I might enter. I mean, 
you know, I can always learn a thing you or two. <laughs> I don't no, think I'm allowed it's to. It's a really, really great night. <laughs> yeah. Really, really great night in store. That yeah. will be absolutely amazing. And we'll talk more about that uh, as it draws closer, Nikki. But um, this has been a fantastic chat uh, on how people can educate themselves at home, in the comfort of their own home with Netflix or a live experience. And I can only imagine that's going to be a fantastic night at Flirt Adult Store in Hamilton. Uh, so if you wanted to find out more about the event itself, you can jump on Flirt's Facebook page, Instagram or their website and get some info on that. Or you can jump onto Newcastle Live and try and win yourself a free double pass. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us for Quickie with Nikki once again on after dark. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Thank you once again for your company. Always a pleasure doing business with you, dear listener. I'll be back same bat time, same bat channel next week as we head into the silly season. I'm Louise Wilkinson and you've been listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. There are some things we just can't talk about during daylight hours. So our very own Louise Wilkinson has created After Dark. Every Tuesday evening from 6, we rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But fair warning, this is adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.